morning. That is Gregory Kang. What, what's the point? Actually, today we have a real point to make. It's that point counterpoint thing, which used to be like, Jack, you such and such, you pompous ass, and so and so. Jane, you ignorant slut. You know what I mean? It used to go back and forth. Uh, at the end of 60 minutes, I'm, I'm old. What do you want me to tell you? I don't know if anybody remembers that. Anyway, I'd like to introduce my Jane for the day. <laughs> it was point counterpoint. I got a feeling there's a point counterpoint to this day today. I, I certainly hope so. It always makes for really interesting. Um, this is interesting broadcasting. Very interesting broadcasting. So I'd like to, at this time, introduce my wife, one of the most interesting people that you'll ever meet in life, Amy Cancrin. Morning. Good morning. Good morning, Amy. What's up? How you doing, babe? I'm all right. All right, cool. Hey, look at this picture. I'm looking at this picture of you. This is a... An old driver's license. Mm-hmm. What's the year on this? 2005. 2005. <laughs> this is your DL from 2005. Probably taken in the summer. Was that taken in the summer? September. September. It's always hot. It's still real hot in September in, 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 in Atlanta, Georgia. So, um... Mm, excuse me. So, um... It's a very pretty picture. I know you never liked that picture. No, I didn't mind it. You know, you hated that picture. No, I never said I hated that picture. It was fine. Is is that what you mean? But I... You're just going to start saying things that are just... That you know I'm going to say. That's not true. Point, counterpoint. (laughs) But um, I think it's a really nice picture of you. Gracias. um, You look fantastic. And, you know, I can see why I married you. You've always been a, a good-looking broad. That's why you married me? That's the only see, reason. See, see now we need to start the <laughs> so that's, Should I take that as a compliment? It's the only you, reason. I got it. Yeah. So anyway, let me see what else is happening. Yesterday was a just through-the-roof crazy, I thought. I just felt so out of sorts yesterday. And um, we made it through. Um, I ended up... Uh, Taking Sydney to the bus after school to to her swim practice. Mm-hmm. Came back here. I was working on a project that we're doing that we're hopefully doing here in um, Barcelona. Okay, Barcelona. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know whether to speak Spanish or Catalan. Okay, you know, um, and the um, and I was really excited about that. And I guess it showed because I remember you looking across at me because we work across the desk from each other. Mm-hmm. Me and Amy spend every minute of our lives together. It's unbelievable. Anyway, you were looking at me um, from across the thing and you were like, wow, you're really into that. See what it feels like to really be uh, uh, passionate about a project? Yes. And I am. I, you know, although I'll tell you one <clears throat> thing that, that I like about you know, my progression as a person is that I'm not obsessed. I didn't obsess about it when I went to sleep last night or when I woke up this morning. I thought about it okay. after I had a cup of coffee and, and went to my um, uh, to, went to my laptop and, you know, started to pull up some things to see what had happened. 
mm-hmm. you know, in the eight hours or ten hours that I was sleeping. Because I slept a long time. Um, I woke up, but I slept a long time, went right back to sleep. And um, it was in my mind when... Um, then you woke up. Yeah, yeah. When I, you know, after I had my coffee and stuff, it popped right back in. Well, I've been... Um, that's you finding something that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. You know, finding something that you want to wake up and do. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Not a lot of people have that. I think a lot of people are searching. You know, you see all these gurus and stuff, and they're like, you know, I was born for this, and this, and it's like, they're like, what's your passion? I'm like, I don't know, you know, and I never never thought like that. What's your passion, Greg? Well, you you actually have passions. Yeah, I do. So, um, I just felt like, you know, when I'm when I'm working on that, you know. Here's the other thing. Here's the two-headed sword to this, you know, especially if your your um, if your project, the pa- your passionate project requires huge sums of money. You know what I mean? <laughs> now you gotta raise money. You know, it's a it's a very um, you know, it's a great challenge because you think of the the situations that you'll be in, the people that you'll uh, meet and and the people that you'll be pitching and so forth and the relationships that could develop as, as uh, because of this you see yeah also you think that you know if you do um uh happen to come across like-minded people who feel as as moved uh, uh, by your idea as you are yeah then you know that that can make it all the more fantastic. You know oh, what I mean. Oh, so building community around your passion. Sure, huh? I mean absolutely, and you know, and with the right, um, with the with the right uh, uh, people around you and so forth, and and you know, people who might have a little bit more insight on certain things that have to do with what you're proposing. You must listen. And if you have these kinds and you have these talented people around you and you do and you are open minded and you're not um, uh, in compromise, uncompromising, then you know what? You have a you have your your um, chance of making it happen. Yeah. Not only that, but your success um, possibilities go way up. You know what you didn't say? What's that? How much money? This project could make. I, 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 That's not even part of the equation. No, it really isn't. I'm not. That's why I, it's a passion project. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, I'm not saying that you know money can come from passion projects. Yeah, there's a. I mean, there's a high profitability on this thing. I mean, but I'm just not. That's you know not what my, I'm saying? That's not where your head is. No, it's not. And I think that's good. I think that you know, working on projects that you want to do. That you truly believe in. Right. That, you know, fires you up. Yeah. That makes you interested and want to know everything about it. And you know what I mean? You're tired, but you're still going. Yeah. That's, that, that's... That's why I slept so long today, you know? I was, I was tired, but I kept going last night, you know? There you go. That's, to me, that, that's, that's the meaning of life right there. Gotcha. So why are we here? I have no, no, idea. Idea. no but idea, but 
if you can do something that you truly feel strongly about, yeah, and you can put some time and effort into it, yeah. and and just have some some good feelings on it, yeah. What else is there? Correct. And you know what? And here's the mistake that people make. You know, they'll see a passion project that's working. Okay. And they'll walk in and they'll be like, this is really cool, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they'll use the facility or or whatever it is, eat at the restaurant or, you know, whatever it is, they'll do it. They'll be a part, they'll, 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 they'll partake in whatever it is and they'll pay the bill and they'll say, you know what, that's, that, that's pretty reasonable, the bill for what we did there and so on and so forth. And, you know, but look at all the people, they're making a lot of money. That's the first thing they'll say. You know what I mean? Some people. Yeah. If you're if you're um, if you're wired that way, if mm-hmm. you're wired to think about money in all forms, yeah. Yeah. And you say that to say the people who did it were, of course, this money is the tool, but that wasn't what motivated them to do it. We went to a restaurant in the hills around Barcelona. It's a it's a town, you know, a decent sized town. Grano Years. It's called Grano Years, and um, we drove up there when we had the car right. about two weeks ago, um, just to kind of get a lay of the land, just to go out of Barcelona, you know, and see what's going on. Right. So we just rode up to the town, and we were looking for some place to eat. It was the middle of the day, and we stopped at a restaurant. It was just on a chance, you know. I go to Google Maps and see which restaurant has the highest, best reviews. At a reasonable price, and right. usually we stop there. Right. So we stopped there. It was the green cat, el uh, gato, el gat verde, verde gato, or something. And um, we went in, and it's inside the town's theater. It's in the lobby of the theater of the town. It Correct. was like, oh wow, this is kind of eclectic. Yeah, it's yeah. really huge, and the ceilings are super high. You know, it's a theater. Yeah, lobby. And they put a restaurant, like, right by where the bar would be. And um, so it's like, wow, you know, it's really eclectic. Like, the mats, they were made out of denim. Yeah. And they had pockets. That was so cool. Pockets for the knife and fork. It was yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. This is, like, so eclectic. I'm loving this. I'm loving it. About, about how many tables would you say they had out there? 20. About 20 tables. And, um, and then we got the waitress. And she was... She was um, it was, it was fine, you know what I mean? And then as time went on, we were like, okay, she probably needs braces, this right, one. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then as time went on, you know, we got, we sent we out it. our order. Right. Like our um, drink order wasn't totally correct. Correct. But it was cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're not we're not those types of people. That's, correct. Oh my God, you know, I ordered White wine. And you gave me rosé. <laughs> you know, it's like, all right. I mean, no big deal. The, I'll, I'll drink the rosé. Yeah. No, no, no big deal. So then the owner of the restaurant came by. And we're looking at the, the staff. And we're like, okay. Yeah. You know, it's just a... a little quirky. Yeah. Like a restaurant. Right. It's a little eccentric. It's, yes. So we're... um, One of the waiters must have told the... The owner that we spoke English. Right. 
and um, maybe if we needed help with the menu. Right. We didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> we understand Catalan pretty good. We just don't speak it too well. And um, plus with Google Translate, I was looking at Lomo de... Oh, pork chop. It's a pork chop. Right. Serving pork chops. Right. So um, he comes over. He's like, you know, he spoke English to us. Real well. He's like, hi, welcome. You know, that's the other thing. Catalans can be so welcoming. Yes. If they come over, yes. they'll come over and they will talk. How are you? Where are you from? Yeah. Good to have you yeah. here. So forth and so forth. It's right. really sweet. And he's talking to other customers too. Don't just think that it's, you yeah, know. Yeah, no, no. It's everyone. He's it's circulating. Yeah, it's one. In a, in a table next to us, it was like a, a stay-at-home mom click. Right. And it was like three moms with their babies. With their babies, And yes. they were all at the table and, yeah. you know, drinking wine and and the babies were eating crackers, right. you know. It was, it was cute. It was real family friendly. Right. So he comes over and he was like, well, as we were talking, he said, oh, yes, this is a, a project. Of his. He used to work in a, he's a restaurateur. Mm-hmm. And this was a project of his. Go on. He decided to um, open a restaurant that employs people who are... Mentally challenged, mentally disabled, you would say, um, maybe, I, I don't know, but just, uh, what, what are the conditions, like cerebral palsy or, no, or just truly mentally like? No, mentally challenged people. You know, they might be, um, you know, I, I don't want to say retarded, adult, yeah, but, they, but might, they, might, they might be slightly retarded. They might be, um, you know. Their, their growth, the, their mental growth is, is probably not, at 10 yeah, at yeah. 5 or... 10 or 12. Or Down, I mean? say Down syndrome. Yeah, like, a, like, like a, a Down syndrome person type of thing. And he was like, so what we do is we... Although I didn't see any Down syndrome people. No. But but still, but that, like that. In that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, um, so he was like, what we do here is we, we employ... 90% of their staff is people who are have disabilities. Have disabilities. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, you know, it really helps them because they have some place to go. They're working. Yes. They, um, they feel a sense of independence. Yes. They're contributing. Right. And they come to work every day. They come to work every day. They, they do their best. They're, they're attentive. They're, you know what I mean? They are working and they are proud. And he just had so much pride on his face. Yes, he did. He was like, I love it. I wow. love it. I love what we're doing. And it was good food and the pricing was yeah, the very food reasonable. Was excellent. I mean, everything about it was great. There was nothing to be like, hmm, I wouldn't come here. You it's know, just the only that reason I would do that is because, you know, it's a good people. cause. No, 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 no. no. It, was, it was still a It standard. was a beautiful atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful facility. And the food was Excellent. Delicious. Okay. So, and he was just. Did you like, see the size of those two pork chops I that they know, put on my plate? I know. And how were they? How Spectacular. Was, Go and, on. And um, he was like, but it was a passion project for yes, him. And I was. told him, I was like, you know what? I'm looking for that passion project that it's not about the money. Yeah. It's not. A, it's just about like doing something that you truly feel good about. He was, and he said, he was like, hey, look, I could make a lot more money. Yeah, at different an, at places. another venue, you know, doing this differently, but, but that's not I, I I've done that, uh-huh. and this that does not fulfill me like this does. I'm like, I I said, you know what? I'm looking for that same feeling, that that same project, that same thing. 
you're gonna talk about well you should come and work here no right. <laughs> he, he was, did say that you know what I'm saying? he wanted you to come work there. <laughs> he was like but you know let me take your order. I was like, you know, I said, you know, I looked at him straight in the face and I said, well, you know, I've been with her for 15, 16 years now and, you know, she definitely qualifies. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, I love you, you know. <laughs> love you, too. So. So that was, you know, that was inspiring and. And it was fantastic, and it, it and there are people out there in on the planet that are actually doing things that that mean something to them. And, and that's where, um, you know, I have my own project. And that you know? I have my own project too. And I have one too. Well, I have one too. That's so do I. Mine, mine. I have mine too. I have mine. Yeah. Well, you know. And I'm really passionate. Yeah. I. I have, are you as passionate as me? I. I would say that I have at least as much passion as you, and I probably have more. Oh no, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, have I more. win in no. the passion department. No, you don't. Yeah, my I passion do. is more passionate. <laughs> <laughs> now, so you can't lose that competitive spirit. No, you no, know? you really can't. That's very funny. All right. Um, let's get to the heart of this because um, this is going to go on for a minute, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard about this. This is just out this morning. The Trump administration. We don't talk about politics, and this is not politics. This is this is more. Um, uh, this is not politics. It's policy, mm-hmm. and there's a big difference between politics and policy. Politics is the argument of things that are, you know, uh, ideas or 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 political stances or or things of this nature back and forth. Mm-hmm. Okay, and sometimes that can get real petty. Okay, see, like um, black people arguing that you know they have a right to not be killed and exist in the United States of America without harassment. That's that's their stand, and then there's. Other, there are people who will argue that point with them. Do you understand? <laughs> okay. That is politics, okay? Okay. This is policy. The Trump administration has reportedly unilaterally reinterpreted a 2008 agreement between the United States and Vietnam in order to pursue... Well, okay. The United States has unilaterally... The Trump administration oh, has... Which is the United States. Yes, has reportedly unilaterally by themselves reinterpreted a 2008 agreement between the United States and Vietnam in order to pursue deportation of Vietnamese immigrants who arrived in the U.S. before 1995. This is not a back page story. Okay. This is a front page story. I I want to see how the what it's too early because the papers and and the situ the, everything is not out yet in America because remember we're six hours in front of America, mm-hmm. so it's overnight right now. Yes. And it has not um hit it, it hasn't hit the news cycle yet. Okay. I'm wondering what this well, is going to be. Come out. This was done last night. Okay. A spokesperson for the U.S. Embassy in Hanoi today, remember, they're 12 hours in front of America, mm-hmm. told The Atlantic for a story published on Wednesday. That's uh, 
you know, it's it's yesterday, today, you know, the times, you know what I mean? Yes. That the administration has unilaterally reinterpreted the 2008 agreement signed between the Vietnam and the United States under the George W. Bush administration. That's the guy after Reagan, okay? okay. The guy who just died. Okay. No, I'm sorry. That's his son, uh, George W. Bush, the son, okay? Okay. The State Department confirmed those comments to an email uh, on an email. The State Department confirmed those comments on an email. Okay. They're saying, yes, this is true. So, it the, is true. The agreement that, that Bush came to with the Vietnamese barred deportation of Vietnamese people who arrived in the U.S. before 1995, which is the vast majority of Vietnamese people in America. The boat lifts were in the 70s. Okay. Okay. And the early 80s. Okay. I mean, the, the, the massive waves of Vietnamese people came to America prior to 1995. After 1995, they still came. But, you know, Vietnam has really taken off. And, and it, there is a lot going on there. And there's a new feeling of Vietnamese pride. You know, as you know, they've, they've um, renamed uh, uh, their cities back to Ho Chi Minh City from Saigon. You know okay. what I mean? They're, you know, they are, they're in their Vietnamese bag. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. The Trump administration, um, oh, uh, the Trump administration believes and has interpreted, according to the State Department, mm-hmm. that those immigrants who arrived before 1995 are now eligible for deportation should the government feel they have reason to begin such deportation procedures. Now, why is that? That everyone who came to America or who went to America from Vietnam before 1995 went in an illegal way? They, what, they, there were no visas? and there Yeah, there no, were visas. There was no process to it? You know, there, was a, there were a lot of Vietnamese people who sided with America during the war. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. There were a lot of Vietnamese people who were very uh, nervous, and rightfully so, because a lot of people died in Vietnam, Vietnam and in uh, Cambodia. Mm-hmm. Pol Pot was in Cambodia. He killed, I, I believe, up to 7 or 8 million people. Okay. Um, you know, that, that's where that, that book, The Killing Fields, comes from. I've heard of it. Yeah. Anyway, um, which is a story about a photographer that couldn't get out. He was a, uh, a, a Cambodian photographer for the New York Times. Okay. Who could not get out at the time that, you know, people were leaving quick because there, because of Pol Pot and Cambodia's takeover, you know, after, you know, of... of American facilities and so forth. They just took their country back, okay? But what I'm saying is that the people before that came, that went to America before 1995, what, they just let, they were just letting Vietnamese, Vietnamese yeah, yeah, kind of like free the, ride? Sure, just like the Italians. Boats would come in, they'd process them when they got here. Okay, what about you up know, to that's, the 90s? That's, that's why the they 90s? called Italians WAPs. 
because the the thing was a WAP was without papers. I know, but there's okay. So what happened was there were boatloads of people who came in without papers. I understand, and they got processed. Vietnam is a far, far away from America, and when the Italians came in the what thirties. 40s, 50s, 60s, even before then, that was a different America. People were coming from Europe on boats and stuff like that. That is different than after the Vietnam War in 1970-something to 1995. It was the same. It was looked at the same way. So you're telling me a Vietnamese person could have just bought a ticket to America without any kind of visa, any kind of permission. Remember, you can't do that. You can't just go to another country without proper paperwork. You can't, I can't, I mean, as, as an American, there's a lot of countries I can go to with just my passport, okay? But for the most part, you know, there are still countries that, as an American, I need to get a visa for. I need to get a visa. I need to go on this and that. And depending on the... Um, Depending on the country, right. it depends on, on the immigration ways. So, in essence, you're telling me before 1995, you're telling me any Vietnamese that went to America just got on a plane and had a free ride to just go to America? I, I can't see that. Okay. So how did they get there? They had to fill out paperwork. They had to be allowed into the country. They were resettled. Go on. They were resettled. Um, I, I, I can't... Um, let me see. The I, reason I, I say that, the reason I say that, and we don't know because the story just came out, so we don't know. You know what I mean? The orderly departure program from 1979 until 1994 helped to resettle refugees in the United States and other Western countries. In this program, refugees were asked to go back to Vietnam and wait for assessment. If they were deemed to be eligible to be resettled in the United States, then they would be allowed to immigrate. And that's what I'm saying. You can't just come to America, you can't just buy a ticket from anywhere in the world and then expect that you're gonna get through immigration at the United States border. I don't care where you are, you know what I mean. And you know, so those the people in essence they're talking about Vietnamese refugees from 1979 to 1994. So in essence. What Trump is saying now, those people that were approved as refugees is going to, they're going to go back on their word and and kick them out. So they're kicking yes. out Vietnamese refugees that were allowed to be here. That's the thing. If you're not allowed to be in America, it's extremely difficult to be in America. You understand? Even these... Let's say an illegal. Im- These were asylum seekers that were that were approved. The, yes, from the government. Between eight hundred and nine hundred thousand of them. They were refugees. They were resettled under the orderly departure program um, in America. You know, you know. Before we did this story, maybe I should have done some more research on this so that I would have concrete answers on this and not be trying to find answers as we go. But let's. I can let me go on ahead and do that for tomorrow, okay? Okay. And I'll give the actual 
legal status of these um, uh, uh, refugees tomorrow? Well, the way I'm reading it now is that, because, you know, it ended in 1994, so it seems like that's the program that the Trump administration is attacking. Correct. So they're attacking the asylum slash refugee program that the United States was doing for Vietnamese citizens between 1975 or 1970-something and 1994. Correct. Right? Correct. But what I'm saying is... A total of more than 1.6 million Vietnamese people were resettled between 75 and 97. Okay. Resettled. That means permission by the government to be here. That means a refugee program. This means... Do you understand what I mean? I went to a high school in the Bronx and... Um, in my high school, it was very mixed. I mean, like... By the late 1980s, these people were allowed. By the late yes. 1980s, late 80s, 88, 89, Western Europe, the United States, and Australia received fewer Vietnamese refugees. And it became much harder for refugees to get visas Thank you. to settle in these countries. And that's, so that's, that was my point. My point was the Vietnamese people did not go to America illegally. They, it's, first of all, it's too far. It's not like they can walk across the border. You understand? They needed yeah, a they plane. said millions died trying. <laughs> they needed a plane ticket. And you're not going to be able to get on a plane. Or a boat. They were, these were boat lifts. You got to understand. They came by boat. But you understand what I'm saying. Yes. If the U.S. military, if the, mili- if the United States of America didn't want those people in America, they could have stopped not them right have then been then. there. That's right. So, um, obviously, these uh, Vietnamese refugees were right. allowed to resettle, to, to live in America. Yes. Okay? P- period. Yes. And it was approved and it was done and there was no problems. Correct. And now today, and, and they, after generations... Right, right. Now, you're talking about people... This covers people who started coming here in 1979. Exactly. So, 79, 89, 99, 2009, 2000. That's 40 years ago. I have people in my class that I went to high school with that were Vietnamese that, you know, I remember one of my friends... Um, in one in went to school in the Bronx and he spoke Vietnamese and you okay. know he probably came he probably went to America in the nineties gotcha as a child right right legally correct you know what I mean I'm not let's not yeah he's not these people are these people the Vietnamese people who are in America are there legally yeah don't start with the illegal immigration and they should this that and the other no 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 let's not that ain't the fu- that ain't the, the the question. They arrived in America legally. They were processed. Yes, standard, and then they started living their lives. Correct. Okay, and now thirty plus years later, forty you, years, forty five years later, you want the Amer- America now says, well, any you know they've set an arbitrary date and says now we're gonna attack you. Yeah, anyone who came before 1995, which is the vast majority of them. The amount of legal of, of, of refugees, there are no more refugees out of Vietnam. No. Though there's just people who are coming to America to visit. Yeah. You know, visit family mm-hmm. who have been here for 50 years, Correct. visiting friends, visit so-and-so, re-hook, re-hook. Re- 
You know, um, I have a friend of mine who has a wife who's Vietnamese. They go back to Vietnam and go hang out and spend time with her family. Her family comes to America. Yeah, it's pretty standard. Okay? So why has Trump decided to attack previously, which he had nothing to do with? Can't leave well enough alone. Heard, as far as I know... I heard he got turned down by a Vietnamese hooker about 10 years ago, and he's <laughs> never been able to live it down. Oh, Jesus. But seriously, though, why would he attack the Vietnamese people? Um, because here's what happens now. Anybody that looks Asian, right. they're going to be questioned. They're going to be... Do you understand wow, now? It's man. like... Do you understand what I'm oh saying? Oh my God! So why have have they for this? that reason? You think they're pressuring the Chinese with the with the trade? But you know, they're not very smart. But Chinese they don't, is not Vietnam. Yeah, but they're not that smart. So but you, you know, know what? You know what? <laughs> they're all the same anyway. That's, I'm telling. I mean, not to be terrible or anything, but that's how they think. Yeah, it is. You know, what's the difference between Vietnamese, Chinese, Chinese Cambodian, Cambodian Thailand. You know, They don't see a difference. No. So, you know, I almost... Haitians, Jamaicans, same thing. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, why are they doing this? I think that they're in deep kimchi. <laughs> so Did you wait this whole time to do that joke? Like seriously? Did you wait that entire this entire thirty-three minutes to say they're in deep kimchi? Oh boy. They, I think that the you know the Trump administration is, is definitely facing their challenges right now. With, well, what does that have to with, do with the with, Vietnamese? With um uh, Michael Cohen getting sentenced yesterday to three years. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, a lot of indictments coming down now, um, uh, there's some real they, they they got some real trouble and on that on a, that ship. This is to to kind of come off with something else. I think else, that so. this is a distraction, um, and 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 they don't mind throwing anybody under the bus on on as long as it will keep the pe- enough people who believe in this guy and think that he is. I read an article the, uh, yesterday that was talking about how evangelicals believe that he is the second coming of Jesus and things of this nature. You know, crazy stuff. So, um, I think he. Anything. I think he wants to make sure that these people are still stay on board, and this is one good way to get them to 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 line up against funny looking pe- funny looking brown people. Okay, so it's a distraction. Absolutely. Is there any legal basis for it? You know what? Can I be honest with you? I don't think there's any legal basis for a lot of stuff that has happened in this administration, but for some reason it's been allowed. Maybe it's because he had the Senate and the House. Okay. And and he felt very confident about the Supreme Court too. Mm-hmm. So he felt like he could do anything he wanted to. So this will be challenged, but in the meantime, there's a whole lot of hubbub and a whole lot of people. Nervous people. And now there's, there's these idiots on the street that are going to be attacking the people who, who have... Look Asian. Who look Asian, right. Because they couldn't tell a Vietnamese from an, uh, another... From a Hong Konger. Or, yeah, or a Chinese person right. or a Japanese person. Right. They, they, they can't or tell a, Or a Thailand person. Mm-hmm. 
or a person, for that matter, from um, where's uh, um, uh, the um, Iger? Not Iger. Where is um, Everest? India. Uh, t- uh, t- uh, Tibet? Tibet. Yeah, mm. they're they're Asian looking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's there's a lot of Asian looking people all over. Or Turkmenistan, Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan, Buja, Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan, Buja. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know any of these um, cities? You know, um, uh, this is what this is. Uh, uh, this is these people will now be looked at. Will will probably be looked at with As suspicious eyes. That's right. Just because he says that, and they may be harassed. Yes, yes. You, I've seen and heard stories of Puerto Rican people who are American citizens. Correct. Getting harassed in New York for speaking Spanish. That's right. Go back to Puerto Rico. Go, Go back, back to, to your country. country. She's like, I am in my country. Oh, I'm a citizen of the United States. And you know birth. what? Why should they even have to say that? Right. You, you know what I'm saying? When did Puerto Ricans ever think they would have to defend their, 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 their American, Americanism? You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, so... They had a chance to get out, and they, they should have took it. <laughs> um, the the uh, Now, here's the debate with you and I. Okay. Go. My thing is, you know how, you know, people have got to get to a point where they say enough is enough. I mean, they've got to. How how much can this go? How far can this go? How 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 much further down the rabbit hole can this thing go? People have got to get to the point where they say that's it. You know, let's storm the White House, drag this guy and his family out, and hang them like they did in um, uh, in Czech Republic. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just say enough is enough, and 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 you know, and revolt and and say whatever. The people who, who are who, who are you? A yellow coder? Uh, <laughs> what are you thought of the? Uh... Yellow coats of Paris. The the people have got to say that this is this is outrageous. I don't I don't think that there are any Americans or very few, extremely few Americans who approve of children that are five and three and five and six years old and seven and nine and 11 years old and 13 and 15 year old children being ripped from their uh, torn apart families torn apart and they are currently in prison for the most part in in prison in gates in facilities in the middle of the desert in texas right now i don't think that anybody who goes there any Americans who go there will approve and say, okay, this is fine. They're not going to approve of what's being done. Okay. I think that what happens is that people are busy with their lives and they, they're, they're surviving and they're trying to have a little bit of fun with barbecues and ball games and they, they know that this is going on, mm-hmm. but they don't see it. Because it is in the middle of the desert in Texas, or it is 
even if it's in their state or in in their neighborhood, it's a it's an old abandoned Walmart that has now been turned into a a holding facility, which means a jail for children, and nobody's allowed to go in. Nobody's allowed to see anything, and for the most part, it is clean. So you've heard of kitty kitty daycare? There you go. This is kitty jail. There you go, and they don't they don't approve of it, but. They, but yet still, it's still there, ain't it? Correct. Because they don't protest against it. They don't... Oh, there, not, there were protests. Not enough. I mean, just a few in, uh, people who... So what is... You said I'm the talking people about will... the people of America, the millions, the hundreds of millions of people in America, on, on um, no matter what they're thinking, whether they're r- radical right... Or whether they're, you know, people say the radical left. There is no radical left in America. There's just radical right to left of center, I would say. Okay. You know, left center, centrists, and left of centrists are now the new left. Okay. Okay? And 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 radical right has turned into conservative. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. So now, you know, you have these radicals and these other people who are somewhere between radical and centrist, Mm -hmm. okay, Mm -hmm. who are supporting their party, supporting their president, and they're not really, and they're, even though they would be very disturbed to see what's going on, they... They turn the close. They close their eyes to this. So you, what were you saying? You so said I'm saying that when will it get to the point where these people, all people, the centrists, the 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 left of centrists, the right of centrists, and then the the going into the def- different degrees of radical right, all the way to the radical right, which you're never going to get to. When, where, when will these people, the vast majority of them, being from the middle of the radical right to the centrist? So when will they what? When will these people, who are family people, who have families, etc., you know what I mean? We lived in a neighborhood of radical right people mm-hmm. who had families mm-hmm. and went to Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts and they loved their children. Of course. And they would be, I know that they would be appalled to see this. Okay. And they know it goes on, but they turn a blind eye to it and they still vote Republican. Yes. You know, and, yes. we, and we've been over their house for dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, and we've had them over our house for dinner. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and, and um, although that last a couple that we went over their house and they had Fox News on the on yeah, the TV. Yeah, we go back again. We never went back to their house again for dinner. And they were good. They were some. And they were good, good people. Yeah, we continued to keep a friendship and say hi and talk. When they drove by, they'd stop and roll down their window and we'd talk and this, that, and the yeah. other. But we no no more of that. Yeah. So you're saying one of one of the American people going to revolt against. Um, um, inhumane policies or messed up policies? When are they going to be outraged by the doings of this government? When are they going to... What? what how far is this going to go? What are they going to go? What are they going to say? Next, they're going to um, go after the Italians? 
Next, they're going to go after, well, they won't because they're probably, there seems to be a very much of a focus on non-white people. Okay. So then the next thing they'd have to go after would be maybe the Chinese, which they're kind of doing with the Vietnamese, right? It's the same thing as we're saying. Yeah. And then um, the only thing I can think of is they'd have to go after all of these um, uh, um, descendants mm-hmm. of Africans who got on boats, they were boat people, mm-hmm. and came to America illegally in search of, of fortune and work Okay. in chains. Okay. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. Now, let's go back to Now, they're going to say, well, these people were not processed properly. We don't know who these people are. We don't know who they are. So all descendants of those people must go back to their country of origin. Well, you know, on a census, I think starting next year, they will ask everyone for their country of origin. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. I mean, I guess that that's who's next on the list. And... And You're wondering how far this. How goes. far is this going to go before Americans say enough? This is a, this is ridiculous. This guy is insane. Let's rip him. Let's forcibly take him out of the White House. Forcibly remove these senators from their seats. It will not. And put them in front of a firing squad or something. Never happen. And also re- remove these soldiers. These police officers, these police captains, these these people who are all of these people who are working at these facilities that are that are jailing children. You know, how can these people do this and go home and have a barbecue? How you know where does this I just don't get how this is happening and no one has 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 anything uh, terrible to say about it. Well, firstly, there's a lot of people that have terrible things to say about it, and they do, right? There are people, there's groups, they have terrible things to say about the, some of the things that are happening, and they rail and they use their platform to say, to decry it. You have other people who go the legal route and try to find ways for these laws not to <coughs> come into play, and you yes. know what I mean? And I think that helped when Trump first came in and said no Muslims and um, lawyers went in and sued the government and over time, it, it, I don't know what it is now. Right. Okay, but I, that loosened a little bit, right? Yeah, a little bit. Um, so Those yeah. Muslims are a real problem. <laughs> Go on. So my, my, my thing is that, yeah, there are people that are going through the process of doing it, but you want what, armed revolution? Never. I'm not even saying armed revolution because you know what? If enough people are on are 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 on this, then they don't need arms. Well, you know why it will never get there. You want to know why it will never come to fruition the way you do, where you see it, where will never go on. Media. They need to be. Uh, oh, they're Jesus. they're. They're part of the problem too. I mean, the the groundswell has to come from people who. There won't who, be a groundswell. Do you understand that? You know, and people say, "Look, there won't be." It's happened 
many times before. You think this is the first time that a government has done things that are suspect and you'd be like, wow, that's not right. That's not this. That's not that. Actually, it's been done much worse before. You understand? In many different governments all over the world. Okay? Did the people rise up? No. And if they did, they got killed. So you're telling me that America is going to do a Black Panther on, 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 bless you, that America is going to do a, a Black Panther party and start murdering leaders of, of, They've of done opposition? It before. Yeah, they have. <laughs> so, but why is, gonna, so let me ask you a question. They did it not that long ago. I mean, you have stories coming out right now, okay, right. about like in the 2000s, the 2010s to the 2020s, okay, right, right. of how the U.S. government misrepresented, straight up lied about the Black Panther Party yes. in America and yes. turned an organization that was doing that good, was doing and trying to help the black breakfast programs, uh, tutoring after school, correct, and, and more than that, community building, yes. health. Reading, yes. education, truly. They say, well, why don't black people will, will do their stuff on their own community? This they organization did. was. It was called the Black Panther Party. And the U.S. government Mur- at that murdered time the leaders. literally straight up murdered them. Beca- and, t- and not only that, turned the Black Panther Party into, into a, a terrorist, terrorist organization. organization. Right. Okay. Because if you mention the Black Panther Party to it, a lot of people, white or black, they're they radicals. Think that they're, they're terrorists. They're, they're terrorists they were attacking radicals, the U.S. Yes. government. Yeah. Do you understand? But yeah. yet still, these militia groups are not looked on as terrorist groups, right? No. The, whose main aim is to take over the U.S. government. It's like in their bylaws. Uh, we, the members of uh, Blue Green Militia, vow to take over the government. You right. know, that's in there. They, right. they, 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 they filed that paperwork with the Secretary of State. Right. <laughs> in, their co- yes. in their state. Yes, yes. But yet still, they're free to be and do, for the most part. Yes. They're free to do their war games in the woods. They're free to yes. buy all these guns and stuff like that yes. while the U.S. government watches them. Right. But they are not going in and just killing them. No, they're not doing anything. Which is what they did to the Black Panther movement. Right. All through America. So now you, you're you coming and sitting talking about, why? What are you telling me? They, they're going to do that? They have. Yeah. So they've done it. So why couldn't they do it again? Okay? There have been many countries who have... Um, I mean, I don't... Look at Spain. Right. Look at Spain. Right. Franco came and see. I wasn't even going to touch Germany. Okay. That's just that's just yeah. a red herring. I'm not right, even going right, to go right, there. Right. But let's go to something less known. No, Look why at, don't you want to talk about the Germans? <laughs> no, not going to go there. Okay. <laughs> but look at look at look at the Italians. Yes. You know, we went to Italy. Yes. And we were in Rome. We were in right. Venice. Oh, beautiful. Blah right. blah blah. Mussolini, yes. as far as I know, yes. growing up in America and yes. learning about World War II and the rise of fascism and so forth around Europe, Mussolini was the bad guy. Yeah, he was. Okay? Oh, yeah. I mean, is that right? Absolutely. I went to, to Italy, and I didn't get a sense that the Italians really thought Mussolini was the was bad guy. was all that guy. bad. I know. Okay? <laughs> they didn't look at him. As the bad guy, no, they didn't. I almost—I mean, I'm—I don't want to overstep what I'm saying. We went to Hungary, and and communism was terrible, right? It was whole, we 
spoke to a lot of Hungarians that were like, you know, to be honest so with you, communi- when it was communist, it was, a, it was a lot better than it is right now. They've said that. Yes, they, they These have. are what the Hungarians felt. Correct. They, they felt like, you know, and then here's what they do. They separate it. Well, Hungarian communism was different from all those other types right, of Right, right, right. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Mussolini's fascism was different from Hitler's. Correct. You understand? Yeah. The, the Franco people, who's, there's a rise in, there's, yes, there's, yes. A, there's a ground cell of fascism here, here in, in Spain, Spain as yes. well. Um, where, to tell you the truth, like supporting after Franco died and Spain transitioned to democracy, right? You know, Franco was almost a bad word. You kind of be you you were quiet about it. You didn't Correct. really. It wasn't something that you spoke with proud pride. Of. That's right. You no know, pride. it was almost like I think they even passed a law like nothing that happened before 1970 will ever be spoken of again. Right. Like, we don't... This, that, and there is so many hurt feelings if and you, so many problems that we won't even talk about it. You, it's true. You had to order a hot dog. You couldn't even order a Frank. <laughs> you know? It's like, totally a hot dog now. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's how... Caliente we, perro. That's why, that's why they didn't want to even discuss and deal with all the stuff that would that happened in the forty years, and up, they were Correct. just like, you know what? If we want to be successful, if we want we to come start peace, from here, we start from here, right? And but of course, there is a rise in fascism now, and I feel like that is in part from Trump. Yes, you know what I mean. And the same in Hungary. Did you hear about what they're, they're absolving the court? They're dissolving the. The courts in Hungary, not really dissolving them, but they're creating a new court that's going to preside over the current court system. And the new court, all of the people on the new court mm-hmm. are being appointed by their far right fascist leader. And the thing is, I think they look at America and say, well, if America can, can do, do it, it, we what? can. We can. And so they say, I'm an American. <laughs> and so can and you. And so can you. So I definitely feel like the rise in fascism um, around the world is um, because of Trump, I think, or not because of him, but it gets um, momentum and and inspiration. Yeah, he's the spark. You know, you see what... Because people do listen to what goes on in America. And they follow the way. They do follow. And I think they do see Trump as a fascist type When President Obama was there, it was the world was a different place. Yeah. It was. Because we left while uh, President Obama was still president. Yeah, and it was so a we've seen in in Europe what the differences that have happened since Trump has taken office. Correct. So what I'm saying is now in the south of Spain, you know, the fascists, like self-proclaimed fascists, you know. Yes. They won seats. Won 12 seats. I mean, I don't know what that means because I don't know this whole part yeah, of the part, yeah, But apparently it's a lot. Yeah. And it's the first time that the socialists have lost seats in I, that area since Franco. Since Franco. Yeah, but I do hear that the people are now like, what a what a mistake. All right, maybe. And they're trying, they're, you know. But the point is that people did go in and Yes, they them. did. You know, they, that the point is they're still having protests Correct. on the street. Yes, they're getting they are. stronger. They're spreading their message to more people. Do yeah. you understand? What I'm saying is it's perception. To you, it's terrible. To you, it's awful. Yeah. When will the people rise up? Uh, rise up against what? Against injustices oh, done to God. other ch- people oh, and to children. Oh, Paul. Oh, come on. No. No. 
They don't do that. People don't work like that. People got mortgages. They'll watch it on TV and be very upset about it, and then they'll go to sleep. Like Parkland. Yes. It's upsetting thoughts and priors, you know. Ah, what are you going to do? You know, so forth and so forth. Uh, thoughts it, and prayers go and out to you. And if it doesn't affect you, then you people really don't care. Okay, well, we're at 55. Our engineer's going crazy. I'm going to, um, I, I am going to research this a little bit more so that we can just skirt on this again tomorrow before we move on to new stuff. Okay. Okay. And um, this has been very interesting. I understand what you're saying. And um, your realism mm -hmm. is it, a fosters pessimism to me. I'm a, a what? You're, what what'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> I have some words for you. No, what'd you say? Your realism. Fosters pessimism to me. Oh, so now this is my fault. I'm not saying. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's always the women's fault. Yeah, it is. Um, okay. It's it's a pessimistic look at the at 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 not at people. Period. The future, the past, the everything. Just what is, because no matter what it is, you know. I guess that's why leaders are so important. I guess that's why whoever's in charge is so important because it does steer the the policies of the places that they are in power. Yes, and if you get leaders, who people don't change nothing. Right. But leaders do. It's a damn leaders, shame. Leaders who can bring people together. Yeah. Brings change. Yeah, but if you bring people together and say we should, you know, start hanging children for sport, then then that's not the way to go, is it? But this, but then you're, it's almost like, what do you think? There's an inherent goodness. You know what? I guess that's I believe. Saying. Yes, I do. I, I believe that most people who see what is happening and what is going on would be outraged. By the the um by the policies and the behavior of their uh government, and by the people who are actually boots on the ground who are actually enforcing this and doing this. Well, you know, we have at least I would say ten thousand year history of written history that you can go back. Yeah. Of many situations, and like I know, but you're telling me in ten thousand years people haven't changed a bit. They're just the same as they were then, except now they have uh, 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 handheld devices. And the way that change has happened, change does happen. Change things change. Um, you do need visionary leaders to believe in something strong enough, that passion project, to risk all, and. Um, lead a bunch of people to an outcome. So yeah. you need leaders. Yeah. You need leaders who are not afraid to stand up and say no more. Right. But you also need power. Are people and going one to... one of the problems Go on. for change has always been the balance of, of power, power, those who have it, right. and those who, who don't. don't. And, and those who power, have it can turn very murderous. Correct. To quell 
any leaders that may, um, you know, now you now you now you're right, talking right, about right. war games. So the 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 problem is that the people who have the power, people uh, with money, in this world that we are right now, is people with a ton of money and a ton of power and access. Right? It's mm-hmm. a lot easy for them to quell an uprising of right, the people. Right. Okay, so in order to make change happen, you need leader, a leader, or leaders. Yeah, you gotta have more than one. If you have a leader, you're sunk because they're gonna kill them. With the power of the people, because more than money and more than these few people in power and what they can do, the power of the people is the most thing. A collective is the most powerful thing. Right. So the powers that be split the people. Right. So it's it's very difficult to have people together. So when will people all come together and say and rally around one unified point, even if it's a, just one, and say, no matter our differences, we're putting our differences aside because this, this here, is a bunch of bullshit. Okay. Well, they've got to do that. I mean. How far does it go before it gets to that point? I don't know. Does it ever get to that point? I don't know. And I think that that's where my argument is. That's where I'm coming from. I believe that people, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I believe. Maybe we're just not at that point yet. Yeah. Maybe you're 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 jumping the gun. Maybe things usually things well, have to get How much worse. worse do they have to get? Do you know? I don't know. People are very adaptable. Oh, Jesus. All right, everybody. Hey, this has been great. We're running over. We've run over an hour, of course, on this. Um, love you, Amy. Always, always a pleasure to spend some, 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 uh, some worthwhile time with all of you. Um, I mean, with you, um, <laughs> our listener. <Okay. laughs> He, uh, they, I should say, because we don't know who that listener is. Are they uh, male or female? Or both? <laughs> we, uh, we really um, appreciate um, uh, all your support, and um, we'll see you tomorrow.